Today's episode of Inside Gaming Daily is brought to you by Muggsy Jeans. You can get $10 off by going to Muggsy.com and using code INSIDE. Hey everyone, welcome back to Inside Gaming Daily for Monday. Nope. Tuesday. Nope. It's Tuesday. You've been on vacation I for have. too long. My head's blasted. All right. Hey everyone, welcome back to Inside Gaming Daily for Tuesday. Google Stadia is just around the corner, so get excited, Stadia heads. Oh lord, is that what we're calling them? Do they have a name yet? Stadia heads. Yeah, that's, that's what we'll go Shitadias. Yeah, all of the millions of you, millions who pre-ordered and spent $130 are about to be richly rewarded with the lineup of the hottest, newest games. You get a dozen games when it comes out next Tuesday, and that's just $10.83 per game. And at those prices, what a deal! Well, oh, hey, hold on a minute, let's be clear here. It's just $10.83 to have the opportunity to buy those games. Again, on a service that's probably not as good as what you already own. So let's run down the lineup. First up, there's Assassin's Creed Odyssey, then Destiny 2. Remember Destiny 2, Just Dance 2020, a 3D puzzle game called Kine, Mortal Kombat 11, Red Dead Redemption 2, Rise of the Tomb Raider, Shadow of the Tomb Raider Definitive Edition, and Regular Tomb Raider Definitive Edition. That's oh. two definitive editions. That's intensely you definitive. Gonna say it. Wait, you said just dance in there? Stadia doesn't have a motion controller or a camera. How does that work? Well, the video shows you the dance you do and then you do it. Technically dancing to a video that exists, it's just called YouTube. But hey, you can pay $130 for it. Thanks, Google. Appreciate that. There's also Finding Game Samurai Showdown and the Rhythm Game Thumper, which is actually a super sweet game. Yeah, there's one exclusive and it's called Guilt. And it looks like a single player adventure game with some horror and suspense elements. Neat. What's the deal with Guilt, Brian? Well, it's described as being an ear story mixing fantasy and reality in a surrealist place where your nightmares become reality. Mm. I mean, I can go to Ikea anytime I want. That's kind of the whole lineup, isn't it? Kind of a letdown, I think, It's not Ryan. kind of a letdown. That sucks. It is, we can just say it's cool. a letdown. Yeah, 12 really old games, and three of them are Tomb Raiders. <laughs> They're all good games, but damn. You'd think for all of Google's money and power, they'd have launched with something better than this. 130 bucks to play yesterday's games, now with more lag. <sighs> Brian, this isn't a hot look, is it? Yeah, it's not the most inspiring lineup up to launch a new service with. And I need to make it clear, I was kidding when I wrote earlier in the script that millions of people signed up. There's wow. no way that actually Our happened. Air quotes around that one. And again, though, keep in mind, none of these games come with the service except for Destiny 2. You still have to buy them. And there are some good games in there, but the reality is most people have probably already played them. Yeah, also, like Destiny 2 is free to play. On that too. Yeah, you probably weren't holding out for Google Stadia if you wanted to play Red Dead Redemption 2. Also, it's out on PC now, so if you want the like super high tech stuff, early adopters have already bought their $3,000 video cards and are enjoying not being able to run the game. Yeah, well, it's good that they're launching with an exclusive. People really aren't buying Stadia to play guilt. What? I've got all the guilt I need already. That's, that's the zinger we were looking for. There it is. So yeah, they obviously needed much bigger firepower to launch with. Just look at another streaming service that launched today, Disney Plus. It kind of came out the gate swinging. Disney busted out the big guns to help launch the service, which it needed to considering all the competition in that space. Yeah, but it's not like Google State is competing with big platforms like PlayStation. There it is. <laughs> that was good comedic timing there, Brian. In addition to the Disney, Marvel, and Star Wars libraries, they've also heavily promoted a brand new series set in the Star Wars universe called The Mandalorian, which is about like the one cool thing that everyone's been waiting to hear more about for pretty much ever since Empire, basically. You can only watch it by subscribing, and that's something that Google Stadia is 100% missing at this point. Stadia does not even have a live action Lady in the Trail. Boof. Hey, you can kind of, you have to do a lot of imagining, but in Red Dead Redemption 2, you can kind of make it happen. Make the dogs kiss. <laughs> but don't worry, Stadia's got more old games on the way. They've 
promised that 14 more games will arrive on Stadia before the end of the year. They include Borderlands 3, Darksiders Genesis, Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2, Farming Simulator 19, Final Fantasy 15, with no mods by the way, Football Manager 2020, Ghost Recon Breakpoint, Grid, Metro Exodus, NBA 2K20, Rage 2, Trials Rising, and Wolfenstein Youngblood. Okay, well there's also a lot of games left out that were previously promised to release in the launch window, like The Crew 2, Doom, Destroy All Humans, Super Hot, and Elder Scrolls Online. Old as hell. Weird so lineup. Old. Ars Technica noted that Capcom and EA aren't part of the lineup either, despite being shown as participants in Stadia's launch window. How much is that old game in the window? <laughs> 130 bucks. <laughs> so what's going on here, Brian? Google said something about it. Yeah, basically they just made the launch window a little bit longer to suit their needs. A Google spokesperson clarified, kind of, saying they considered the launch window to be the first few months after launch, and then they added, what we announced today was the first six weeks. So big difference. Aha, we but meant to be bad. And all of there are scheduled to be 26 games on Stadia this year. Guilt is the only one that's an exclusive, and Darksiders Genesis is launching both on Stadia and PC on December 5th. I, yeah, so I'm a launch, that's something, but it's also a knockoff of a series that has kind of dipped a little bit in its renown. Anyway. How dare you. Uh, I love Darksiders, don't get me wrong. So of the rest of the game Stadia has this year, more than half, that's 15, were released elsewhere this year, and five more were released last year. So again, not the best lineup, and it's really hard to see that persuading someone to sign up with Stadia. Yeah, especially when presumably the people you're talking to already have the access to play all these games, or maybe have already played them all. Like guilt. No, that's the only one you can't Yeah, play. that's the only one. Let it have guilt, that's all it's got. But enough of talk about horrible deals, we've got a great deal for you right now. Please do tell. You may not have asked for a useless garbage overpriced game streaming service, but what you did ask for, and I heard you, comfortable, form-fitting, elegant jeans. Uh, full disclosure, ethics and all that stuff. Uh, Muggsy did actually send me a complimentary pair of jeans, but I'm gonna be honest, I like them so much that I spent my own hard gamer money on them. That's right, I gave them my own business because they're just that comfortable. And as a man of ample ass and generous thigh, I can attest that like, they're that kind of like stretchy fabric that actually just like hugs your curves real good and is still super comfy to wear. Even if you go on, I don't know, let's say a drinking bed in New Orleans and you come back and you're puffy as hell because you haven't slept and been drinking all day. Those Muggsies still slap right on and they wrap around you real good. They also offer free shipping and free returns in the United States, so your comfort is 100% guaranteed. You have nothing to lose. Uh, so go to Muggsy.com and get $10 off using our code INSIDE. Once more, that's M-U-G-S-Y.com. Use code INSIDE for $10 off. Thank you, Muggsy for clinging to my ass real good. This is fun now. We're gonna reach back into gaming history a little bit. For comparison's sake, we went back and checked out the current generation of consoles, and they all launched with at least as many games as Stadia, and two had more. The Xbox One started off with more than 20 games, including Battlefield 4, Assassin's Creed 4, Black Flag, and of course, some Madden, NBA, 2K, FIFA, and Just Dance games. Yeah, the usual slew. The PS4 had more than 20 games at launch, too, and it was largely the same lineup. Switch only had a dozen games, but one of those games was Breath of the Wild, which kept everyone happy for a while. Yeah, game of the generation territory, which guilt, love ya. Mm, probably not quite there. Well, Nintendo 64 famously launched here in the US with just two games, <laughs> Super Mario 64 and Pilotwings 64. Now, one of those was an all-time great game, but still. Yeah, love that rocket pack in Pilotwings 64. 
Yeah, Pilot Wing 64 is the great game. We're yeah, of course. About here, right? But it's also pretty common for people to complain about launch games on a console. It is typically known this is just the rough time. Some people even hold off until there's a bigger library, also maybe until the console gets a price cut or two. The problem for Google is that it's launching late in the console generation, so the PS4 and the Xbox One, even the Switch, have far better libraries at this point. Yeah, but that shouldn't matter if it's cloud streaming. It should just be able to do everything for all time, right? That's the point. That's why you're abstracting yourself away from the hardware. It doesn't matter what the life cycle is or where you're at in it, except apparently it does. So that's another thing that was supposed to be liberating about the Stadia that's just not there. And the price of a new console isn't that high right now. You can get a one terabyte baseline PS4 for under 300 bucks. A Switch Lite is $200 and both of those have libraries that smoke anything on the Stadia. Also the Switch itself kind of promises the same thing the Stadia does. Play at home, play on the go, same save both places. It's not supposed to be as high quality of a fidelity of visuals. You don't get 4K, but yeah, but Switch can't play on your refrigerator. You just tape it to your fridge and you're done. Little double-sided tape and you're good to go. And that's cheaper than Stadia 2. So not to mention PC stores. I mean, Epic's out here giving away free games every month. All you gotta do is buy your little compact Presario and you're ready to go. And the promise of Google Stadia is that you'll be able to play a bunch of games without paying a lot for hardware. But only people who bought a $130 controller bundle will be able to play next week. Oh, the privilege. To be, to be so elite. Yeah, the standalone version of the Stadia Pro subscription will be available at a later date, and the free version of the service called Stadia Base is expected to launch next year. It's an awesome name for a service. Yeah, right. Stadia Pleb. While $130 is cheaper than a console, it's really not an insignificant amount either. Yeah. It's not enough to bridge that gap, enough to consider one over the other in a way that really makes the promise of Stadia all that compelling. Try and find an angle for us, Brian. How is this gonna add up at all? It's hard because once you get past the hardware savings, there's not much there to sell the service. If it works, yeah, it could be revolutionary. That's not a given yet. If you look at like Netflix, when that released 12 years ago, people jumped on board because most people were new to consuming content that way. They just weren't streaming a lot of movies like that. But with Stadia, you're going to be playing a game, most likely on your TV, using a controller. People have been doing that for literally decades now. And here's the big problem, because like with Netflix, it actually offered a functionality window that was different than just getting DVDs by mail or whatever. It had something new, something liberating. And that worked because early adopters have to pick it up and run with it. So what Google's trying to do right now is attract early adopters. Those are the people who buy your product early and then serve as guinea pigs while you're ironing out all the kinks. Offer the privilege of being first, typically your very tech-advanced audience that enjoys experimenting with new features before they're ready to hit mass market. Yeah, there's an interesting book written about this called Crossing the Chasm. Author Jeffrey Moore writes that after you get the early adopters, you need to focus on the second group called the early majority. That's when the product goes from enthusiasts to a more mass market audience. Yeah, it's also the hardest step to make, which is what he calls the chasm. And you need to build momentum to help bridge that chasm. And momentum comes from a variety of things. I think certainly Google can burn cash to get a little steam in the engine, but the early adopters aren't out there saying, this is great, I love it, it works so well, and all these cool games are here. That's just a big flat tire. How is the rest of the market gonna see that as anything they wanna get involved with? At this point, it's hard to see Google making that leap, especially with this lineup. Even if technology is great and you can play Stadia with a minimum of lag, you're still playing old games on your TV with it. Yeah, games you probably have already beaten and probably have access to right now. So it's really hard to see the value proposition here. Again, this feels like it's a product for Google because Google wanted to make it, not because they saw an actual need in the market that everyone was clamoring for a service they could fill. It was instead Google being like, oh, what if we owned all the data about the games you play? We own the way that you play games. We own the internet that services you those games and we sell you all the games. Like they did for email. Except they gave it away for free and it was good and fast. You telling me you wouldn't pay 130 bucks for Gmail? I think they- <laughs> What? There's a time they probably could have tried to charge that. Yeah, when it was early, but they gave it away for free. 
So it's free! This is not free and not good. So I don't understand. <laughs> Where's the math there? Uh, well, of course, Google is Google. They certainly have the resources to put into Stadia to get it past this launch window. Uh, it probably doesn't need to start turning in profit really anytime soon. Yeah. There's... Right? I mean, that's conjecture, but... No, you're absolutely right. Google didn't get into this lightly. I think they understand that they're gonna burn cash for a while. They also, I think, understand that they're gonna get a lot of eye rolls from a lot of early adopters like us. So I think they know that they're gonna get their lumps. They do have something they're working on, Brian. It's not just a dumb service that has nothing behind it. Right, they do have a first party studio that's led by Jade Raymond. Oh, and she's that, so cool. She looks like an early adopter. She looks like somebody who like owns an Apple Watch. That's that's who I consider to be early adopters. Oh, it's been out for a while now. Yeah, maybe six years ago. The Google Stadia first party studio, it's actually comprised of multiple subsidiaries who are working on exclusives, but these things take a long time. They take years. So yeah, I think saying it's gonna take at least two years is pretty accurate. Yeah, at least. And that's for kind of like a mid-tier AA game. And by that point, Scarlet, PS5 are gonna be out. They're gonna have their launch games on deck and port-ups from old games. So we're not gonna be seeing Stadia three years from now right now. We're gonna be seeing Stadia three years from now, three years from now. And every other software manufacturer is gonna be cranking out awesome games in the meantime. So they have to be that far ahead of the game where it seems like they're still playing catch up. The math doesn't work out on that. So the launch of Stadia isn't looking that great. Again, they've got the money to see this through, but as of right now, holy crap, it's not worth the money. At least it doesn't look like it. Who knows? Maybe you'll get it and all that 4K60 will be so delicious and pure and, and wholesome and can't get enough of those bits, mm. but right now, save your money for a smart fridge. I'm getting an Apple Watch. Tweet sent from my LG <laughs> fridge. <laughs> my mom took my phone. I don't know what to do. <laughs>